Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. On Rutherford Issues today, we're talking with our friends from the Child Advocacy Center right here in Rutherford County. Katie Enzer is here, and Anna Castillo is joining us. I like how I shortened your name. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> how are you, Miss Katie? I am so well today. Happy New Year, Brian. Hey, how about you? Happy New Year to you. Uh, you were just telling me earlier that you saw me from afar at a ball game, you yeah. know, waving and... Uh, you're going to have to put your name on your mask or something for people to see. For know. people to know who I am. I know it's so tough being out there trying to say hey to folks and everybody, who are you? Oh, I'm Katie, you know. So, but it was really great to see you out there yeah. doing such a good job as usual. Did, did I just come up with maybe a good idea? Yes. You know, names on mask or something? Oh, new, yeah. New marketing technique. Yeah, who knows? Uh, we've seen all kinds. Uh, I, I don't know how many we have in our house, but my daughter came up with one that's clear and has little filters in it oh. and all this stuff stuff and i don't know people are getting uh i guess creative for sure yeah trying to get all that done well i'm speaking of creative you guys are getting creative i guess with keeping the uh doors open and things going so uh you're you're still business as usual i guess right katie we are we are still business as usual we have not closed during the pandemic this entire time um some of us like fundraisers you know have worked from home um, a lot of our staff though still go in and take care of the the children um, as far as priority cases um, but we're, we're back open for the most part as far as seeing interviews on a daily basis so um, we're thankful we're so very thankful for the community support whether it's masks whether it was toys you know with our mm-hmm. summer sa- uh, excuse me secret santa we did for christmas mm-hmm. um, you know we're still we're still making it were you able to, um, you know, I know during the holidays, right after Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, November and December were pretty busy or, or months in terms of high COVID cases and all. Were you still able to, to meet with folks and stuff there? Or did you have to make any adjustments? Yeah, of course. We were still very much open. Um, we do make adjustments as requiring masks while on the building, screening people out as far as our MDT as um, and clients. Um, but we've been business as usual and just um, working investigations mm-hmm. and everything. Yep. So you as the uh, bilingual family associate make mm-hmm. me uh, kind of think too, you know, that you have challenges to overcome in, in communication and, and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Does this add another layer of, of um, difficulty? Oh, of course. You know, um, I know everyone right now is very, it's very uncertain times. And with my clients, they've, um, you know, especially my undocumented clients who, who don't have a choice and have to continue to try to find work for uh, to sustain their families. They they're trying their best. And then on top of it, you know, an allegation comes out and um, I have to walk them through that investigative process. And they're affected by covid as well. Um, it's it's been really hard. But, um, you know, I've been helping them and working with them and um, trying to find as much resources as I can. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not only talking about, um, you know, uh, abuse situations or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just talking about families trying oh, to make sure. it. You yeah, know. of course. And you, you build the, I would think you, you, you build a relationship and they, they count on you to help with all sorts of things, right? Yes, they do. You know, I have clients that are like, uh, Miss Anai, can you help me, um, talk to this person or, 
um, tell them that this or that, you know, they, they struggle because um, right now Rutherford County is constantly growing, you know, um, we're seeing a lot more diversity, but um, the resources still are lacking. Um, and my clients most often than not have trouble going to places like Davidson County where there are a little more resources for um, Spanish-speaking families specifically. Um, but yeah, they, they call me for anything and everything because, you know, they, they come here and try to find a better life for themselves and their families and I'm all they have sometimes. Sure. Um, so I try my best to help them in what I can. You know, I would think that, you know, Nashville uh, and... and the, the situation there and, and, you know, maybe not as many people working because of, mm-hmm. you know, the way they've, um, I don't want to use the word shutdown, but the way that yeah. their government has decided mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to try to keep the COVID numbers down and things. So that may bring more people to Rutherford County, more mm-hmm. people to work here, yep. but the resources are lacking. So yes, very much so. And, you know, um, and the resources are lacking here in Rutherford County and Davidson County. There are some, but it's also very limited because everyone needs help. Yeah. Um, so we have people waiting on wait lists, um, trying to find the best resources that we can or get them to connected to people, um, as fast and as efficiently as possible. Uh, are you seeing the need for, um, are you seeing more clients come in during this time? Yeah, well, for me, um, I think it's been pretty steady. You know, at first, um, at the start of the pandemic, the, the numbers were a little lower mm-hmm. because schools shut down and schools are um, very much helpful in reporting. Um, but right now, it's it's been pretty steady. I've, I've been very busy um, with reaching out to clients and offering them services and then continuing services for past clients that... Um, maybe I haven't talked to in a year and now they remember they're like, I need help again. Um, so yeah. You know, I, another thing I just kind of popped into my mm-hmm. mind, uh, you know, you mentioned schools and there are some school systems, um, two of the largest in Memphis and Nashville, they're, they're, they're not actually in the schools. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I would imagine their numbers of reporting are lower, but yeah. that doesn't mean it's not going on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we, we saw that at the beginning. Um, we definitely did. But right now, I know the school situations are still a little different here in, sure. in Rutherford County, but um, it, it's definitely picked back up and we're very much back to normal. Which I guess Katie is a normal is is a good thing, but it's also you know it would be great if we didn't have to have the CAC, wouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the the staff there and our executive director Sharon DeBoer, we always say you know we're, we'd love to have another job, if you will. We'd love to not have to do some of the things mm-hmm. that you know we do on a day to day basis. We do it very well. We're very specialized in it, um, and of course we do it for children in the community. Um, but yeah, the the need is still there, and so fortunately we are here to help Mm -hmm. um but like you said brian it it is something we wish wasn't as um as effective as it is right now yeah uh katie enzer is the development coordinator for the child advocacy center and ani castillo is the bilingual family associate here on the show today so with with uh, the CAC business as usual, not all things are business as usual, Katie, because it takes funds, it takes grants, it, you know, to keep things going. It takes fundraising, uh, support from the community, and th- that's 
what you specialize in, and that's engaging people. And it's really hard to engage people in COVID going on, right? Yes, it, yes, it certainly has been a challenge. Um, you know, Brian, you've known me for about a year now, and you know, I like face-to-face conversations, and I like to engage in that way. That's been just a little, little challenging on Zoom. Um, but we also have had, you know, committees and people reach out that actually, you know, want to help and give us support where we need it. Um, and so I'm always willing to take a Zoom call. It's my new networking. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're very thankful that we have that as a capability as well to reach those that are wanting to support us, whether that's their time, um, whether it's donations, you know, or just a, a prayer or, hey, um, we've had a lot of community support with um, items and supplies as well. So That's great. Um, there, There is an opportunity for mm-hmm. folks to help the Child Advocacy Center coming up here in the next few months in the spring. And, um, you know, it's always fun to talk about the uh, hometown hero walk but this year it's going to be different as as everything is so (laughs) maybe some kind of give us some details on what that might be looking like well brian we have a spring event um, and this year will be our sixth annual hometown hero walk for children um, where the community usually will gather at the civic plaza and they would walk um I think it's a less than two miles walk Um, down to the CAC. We normally would have food and music and people would just congregate and be able to, you know, joyfully (laughs) have a good time this year. We'll be just a little different. We are still um, planning the event for April the 30th, 2021. Um, We are still looking for sponsors. So any business, any local organization that would like to get involved, we have a range of sponsor opportunities that you can be involved with um we are still planning on having t-shirt sales um and we of course will we'll know more as the months grow near <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but right now we're just really excited about getting this opportunity out there to the community for sponsorship opportunities they range from five thousand dollars all the way down to 250 dollars with all kinds of different media options and um, we're we're gearing up and so it's January, almost February, and it'll be here before we know it. Yeah. Well, uh, you and I and everyone else knows that if if you have been in the business of trying to plan something during this COVID era that we're in, uh, you just wait a week and things change. Mm-hmm. And so there's really no way to say this is what we're going to do concretely on april 30th i mean it's just impossible right we usually have this uh, in the past years um, we use this to celebrate child abuse prevention month Mm -hmm. is the month of april and so we like to have a a prevention campaign media campaign throughout the month of april and at the end we just kind of celebrate this is kind of what we've been able to accomplish a lot of our law enforcement um child um protective yes protective investigative team (laughs) yes they all come out and you know just also to say thank you to them for what they do each and every day with us um and it is it is a wonderful opportunity to support the child advocacy center um because it's a free event um you know you just basically will be able to walk with us if that's something we can do um we will also have a virtual way of doing and to watching and to be a part of it and participate and um so i think there's just going to be a lot of differences but i think that's also going to give us some positive uh feedback as well sure well you know the 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 way we did things 
pre-COVID and the way we do things during COVID will be different in the future. But, you know, I have a feeling that we figured out some things that work pretty well Mm -hmm. during this time, you know, and and, uh, so who knows? Hybrid may just be do it however you can, Mm -hmm. you know. I know Mm -hmm. some have done uh, walks where you walk your own and, and, you know, share Mm -hmm. the video and share support. Who knows uh, Mm -hmm. how, how things can go out there. But I'm glad that we'll be able to do this because... I don't think we got to do this last year, did we? Cause we it's did been not. April. Yeah. yeah, we did not. We um, it took us a whole month <laughs> to decide that uh, we actually weren't we we're going to cancel it this year, or excuse me, last year. And so that was a really tough decision. But a lot of our business sponsors and uh, people that were just coming out to celebrate understood. They also uh, continued to show support throughout the year. And so that's really all we could have asked. Um, even though it was devastating to have you know. To have to cancel this yeah. because it's a lot of work and a lot of communication that goes in it um, we were just so thankful for the continued support so we're excited this year we're going to be back and uh, we're going to continue to reach out to those that have been wonderful to us over this last year and we just hope that anyone else that's involved would like to keep track of our excitement on facebook of mm-hmm. course is the cac rutherford um, ha- handle and we'll have news and me and you will probably talk in the next month, and we'll just keep updating everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I think we are going to enjoy events, you know, especially spring events that last year we couldn't have. And, and now, no matter how you can have it and, and what hybrid way it's done, just to be able to have the event is is going to be special. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it will. Yeah. So more details to come on that uh, down the road. We always like to give uh, the opportunity here. Got about a minute uh, on E. So kind of tell us any information you want to about how we can find out more about the work of the Child Advocacy Center and and ways to contact because someone may be listening now that could uh, could maybe use your services. Yeah, of course. So um, if you or you know that someone's in need of um, services or have any questions in regards to the services that we provide, um, you can always call our office office at um, 615-867-9000 and that's the Child Advocacy Center. Yes, I had another number in my mind and this is the (laughs) child abuse um, hotline number. So if you even suspect abuse, you do not need to have any type of evidence. If you just suspect um, there's abuse going on, you can report it at 1-877-237-0004. Um, and you can also go online and make a anonymous report. Um, and that's, once again, if you suspect child abuse, um, you can report it that way. Very good. I appreciate you both being here today. And uh, we've been talking with our friends from the Child Advocacy Center. Hello there. This is Lenny Farmer once again for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Moms and dads, I have something you need to know.